Welcome to the Rambling Podcast with Sydney Labuda. Let's spill some tea and talk some shit, am I right? <laughs> One, two, three, fuck it. Dracarys. <laughs> If you are listening to this and you think that I stole Dracarys from the way that Stassi Schroeder used to introduce her podcast, which I know is already a ridiculously niche reference, I didn't. I am saying Dracarys because today's episode is unlike any other Rambling Pod episode. Today's episode is a Game of Thrones hash out, recap, rally, and discussion of the series. Um, if you've been following along on my social media for the podcast at The Rambling Pod, you will know that I'm doing a first time ever Game of Thrones watch through. So this episode is going to be a discussion of things that happened seasons one through four. I just finished season four, so that is what I'm up to. So obviously this is going to contain every single spoiler known to man in those seasons so if you have never watched the show and you think you want to one day do not listen to this if you haven't listened and you don't give a fuck about the show I encourage you listening because it'll still be funny even though you don't know anything about the show and then if you have watched the show please listen because you know we might have missed things today my guest is my best friend who also was part of there's three of them, but three people who were like, you literally need to watch the show. My best friend, Sam Strazeri, is here. Hi. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Out on my couch. Yes, on your couch, <laughs> getting comfy. Cozy. Did you watch Game of Thrones, like, when it was, like, live? Like, when it first came out? Like, no. When you, okay, so, when did you watch it? I watched Game of Thrones, I want to say, like, 2018. So, like, maybe four or five years ago now, but late in the game because they released season eight which is the controversial season eight (laughs) um that spring of 2019 so i was already caught up i watched that live and now i'm watching game of thrones and i'm so proud of you it's been a long time coming i've been begging sydney to watch forever um sydney watches it and gets all the character names wrong so that's where (laughs) i get my main entertainment from um and i encourage her to keep calling the characters the wrong names because it's funny yeah our group chat that we have (laughs) where we like talk about the show is called larson and lady (laughs) talasia yeah no the names that some of these people have that aren't their real names today um what's his name varus yeah i I wasn't gonna tell you but you got it right i called him Velaris and also Velociraptor. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. at first I was like, what's his name? Vel- Vel- Velociraptor, Velociraptor was, a, was a big stretch. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a jump. Yeah. Now that I've watched the show three times, I know basically every character. But yeah. it takes a while. And when you were saying that you were going to watch it, I was like, I feel like the thing with new viewers is that it's so hard to know how everyone's connected. And mm-hmm. you're watching like this very intricate plot, but like, they are throwing all these like weird names that don't exist in the real world at you and it's like hard to remember like who's related to who and what house and like it is very confusing well so me and sam are going to basically do a talk through of seasons one through four i have notes of all of the big events that happen in each season and i tried to not forget anything but we're just gonna get into it i'm excited so season one episode one you're like okay not really sure what's happening because like even though they're obviously going to explain the lore they're throwing a lot of lore at you that like you literally don't know what it means and then boom incest yeah they just they waste no time that's the most jarring part because i'm like if 
somebody can't get past the incense. And not that they encourage it in the show, because it's pretty frowned upon because the characters that are performing the incest, Jamie and Cersei, Mm -hmm. mostly. Yeah. Um... Nobody really likes them, at least at first. So right. it's not like they're like encouraging it, but it's it's a little it's a little much. Yeah, and it's just like it's hard because if you were to watch like certain scenes in the show with Jamie and Cersei, yeah, and you were to like show it to someone who knows nothing about the show and they have no idea that they're related, like you take out all of the context of them being brother and sister, mm-hmm. they would be like, oh wow, like what a like romantic tormented like beautiful relationship right like so they kind of romanticize it in a way where like it's not that you're like okay I get it (laughs) yeah but you you kind of are able to separate it Mm -hmm. from being like no incest is literally bad like because you know okay this is like so not the real world yeah and also like in this universe like you see it in more ways than one so like you just have to accept it as like like extreme fiction right exactly then Cersei is like she's got all these children with quote-unquote King Robert but Mm. they're all blonde-haired like blue-eyed look like Lannisters and King Robert like and Ned Stark finds it in the book that he's like reading King Robert's bloodline like they all have like black or brown hair like those more rugged features and like you know all of Cersei's and quote King Robert's kids look like her and Jamie and Tyrion and Tywin like they look like Lannisters yeah. and then the incest is shown again in Daenerys and what's his name? Oh, Viserys. Viserys which is Daenerys's brother. I mean she's not like into it. It's not like a relationship but mm-hmm. like he's like trying to get her ready to like marry her off and he like makes her strip and like is like touching her body and mm-hmm. like very weird. She's clearly upset like she's right. not like yeah, I love him. <laughs> but, like, yeah. it's, like, more in your face. And it's all within, like, the first few episodes. Yeah. So it really, like, strikes you when you're not expecting it. But, so the Stark family, their youngest or second youngest child, Bran, is notoriously climbing things. He's, like, a little monkey. <laughs> and they're, like, stay out of those trees. And, yeah. like, it's, like, this weird moment in the first episode where, like, he climbs something else and, like, Catelyn and Ned Stark, his parents, are like, stop climbing things. Like, you're going to get hurt. And he's like, I love to climb. <laughs> and I like, like the accent. Thank you. Very, very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. And they're like, no climbing. And then he's like, all right. But then he climbs this tower and he looks in a window and Jamie and Cersei are like doing it doggy style. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> And that they was see a lot. him. Yeah. And like, he's like, oh, fuck. Like, they see that he saw them and like, there's no escaping that. And he's like sitting in this little window and Jamie goes, oh, what I do for love, and pushes the kid out of the window, yeah. assuming he'll kill him when he falls, like, hundreds of feet to his death. And miraculously, he does not die, but he does become paralyzed in both of his legs. Yes. So. I feel like that scene was, like, so needed in the first episode. Because 100%. Because it, it really draws you in. Yep. And, like It makes you, it gives you a reason to watch the next episode. Yes, because the... First episode's great, especially now that I know what happens to all the characters and, like, looking back, like, I'm a huge fan and, like, you just see so many things in the first season, the first episode that you're like, oh, wow, like, they mentioned that then. Mm -hmm. Um, But on a first re... uh, Sorry. On a first watch, it's so, like, what's going on? Everything's very confusing, like we said. Yeah. And then they just pull that and you're like, okay, wait, I get why this show is, like, why so many people love it because it it pulls shit that you're, like, never expecting and, like, other shows don't go there 
So I feel like that was like so necessary. And I remember when you watched it, you thought he died, and like I just had to bite my tongue because I'm yes. like, you gotta keep watching, like, and you well, know, because you would assume like just like based on logic. Mm-hmm. if some little child falls hundreds of feet or whatever it is down from a window like he's going to die yeah. on impact like logically he would have I'm sure that's not yeah that's definitely part of the the fiction element because for yeah, sure for sure not <laughs> realistic like that I, I can't like so but that was also a really good example in this show like that was the first time where it was like you just said like nothing is kind of like off the table yeah like yeah logically like that child should have died but like you know what? He didn't. So yeah. there's more plot. Moving on. So that's a big plot point. And then Ned Stark, um, who Ned Stark has multiple children. Ned Stark is married to Catelyn. And they have Rob Stark, who is the love of my life. They have Bran, who was pushed out the window. Rickon, stupid ass name, <laughs> who is like a little baby child. Um, Sansa, who is notoriously Sophie Turner, mm-hmm. Joe Jonas's wife. Incredible. Incredible. And Arya Stark who's like a little girl who is like a little like, I don't want to be like in dresses and be a maid and I want to be a fighter. And then he has Jon Snow, who is his bastard child. So like, he's like, Ned Stark is like considered the most honorable man, but his like one dishonorable act was that he cheated on Catelyn. I guess when, where was he? Like at war or on a battle or During, something? During uh, Robert's Rebellion, which is the war that mm-hmm. all the events are loosely like a result of. Yeah. He impregnated like a woman and had a child who is Jon Snow who lives with them at Winterfell and then someone who is not his son who I thought was his son but apparently it was just like complicated <laughs> is Theon Greyjoy. But I could totally get why you would think that because yeah. he's like basically a brother to especially Rob and him are very close. Yeah he's like in, involved in everything and then when it, it was like oh no like his family like I guess essentially like bar- like bartered him to the Starks yeah. but the Starks like, like raised him like their own. Like, he was like a ward or like a war prisoner, I think. Yeah. Like it was during the when war. When he was like a child. Yes. So they like kept him captive, but then like Ned raised him as one of his own sons because he's not a bad guy. Yeah. Ned's the bomb. Yeah. So Ned ends up being appointed to being hand of the king to King Robert, who is married to Cersei, who is fucking her brother Jamie, who pushed Bran Stark out of a window. So now there's like this complication because obviously Bran is Ned's son. And through being King Robert's, like, Hand of the King, Ned kind of, like, picks up on all of the, I guess you could say, like, corruption within King's Landing, which is, like, the capital, which is the power at this time, like, the Lannister family. Mm -hmm. So Ned, being as honorable as he is, like, there's a point where King Robert, King Robert dies. Mm -hmm. He gets, like, attacked by, like, a bear or some stupid shit. A boar. A boar. Oh, my God. Yeah. They go, you know what? And that's why you don't hunt animals. He deserved it. That's he true. It. Leave the boars alone. You actually never reacted to him dying. Like, in our group chat, I, I feel know. like you didn't say anything. But also, I just feel like he's... I was very neutral towards him. Like, I didn't like him or hate yeah, him. Yeah, like, so. it, it was fine. I was like, all right. Like, he clearly was going to have to die for the plot to advance. Right. So, I was Good like... Call. Yeah, like, that's the thing watching the show. That we're thinking, There are things you pick up on where you're like, okay, that character at some point is going to die. It's right. just going to have to happen. Who else um, do you think that about or... We'll get there. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. So he dies and Ned Stark is still technically the hand of the king. And the next in line to take over the throne is Joffrey, who is the worst character, but is supposed to be the worst character oh, yeah. in the entire fucking show. Cersei is Joffrey's mom and King Robert is like allegedly his father, but it's not. He's an incest child. Mm-hmm. So it's Jamie's son. And Ned Stark kind of, like, starts to realize, like, that the incest is a thing. 
and he starts to put the pieces together like Bran didn't fall out of that window you guys pushed him out because he must have seen you guys fucking because these kids none of them look like King Robert's bloodline they all look like Lannis and he's like he says something to Cersei he's like I'll give you time to leave and like flee the kingdom and like I won't say anything until you're gone and then because he was gonna tell King Robert because King Robert trusted him so much and then King Robert dies right and so now Cersei's like oh you're fucked yeah and gets him arrested for treason um I kind of forgot because it's been a while but didn't she didn't she arrest him for treason because he didn't want Joffrey on the throne because yes. Joffrey was a bastard. Yes. So technically his claim isn't there at all because he's not a child of King Robert. Right. Oh, right. Yes, exactly. He was like fighting it. And I think King Robert has a brother. He has Stannis and Renly are his brothers. Stannis is... Did you not know that? I, oh, okay, guys. I wish okay. you could see his face. See, this is what I'm talking about with the names. Because but like okay. I thought that. Th- that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. But I was like, maybe not. Like I, w- I was... When I was writing my notes for the life of me, I was like, I cannot remember what episode we first meet Stannis because I know it's not the one where Renly dies it might be I don't remember like episodes very well except for the main ones but I think maybe the end of season one because you find out that well the war of the five kings starts which is like Rob becomes king of the north and then wants to free Ned and is you know they want to secede from King's Landing or whatever but Stannis has a a better claim to the throne because he's Robert's older brother right and the only reason Robert had the throne was because he rebelled against the Mad King, so he got the throne. Right. But technically it would be, since he didn't have any legitimate sons, it would be, it would his, be his brother, oldest brother. And then Renly was controversial, which, like, I, Renly's fine. Like, I didn't hate him, but, like, he kind of had no claim because he was the youngest brother of the Baratheons. Yeah. But he's like, oh, you know, I just want to, like, try this out. Like, he's, he's, just like, this. he's like, I'm, I'm different. <laughs> yeah, and he just, like, decided to be part of the war, too. Yeah. Which, like, you know. But they are both his brothers, and then... Yeah. As you know, he has a bastard son, Gendry, but he didn't know about him. He probably, oh, he had a bunch of bastards and they all got killed. Yeah, exactly. Um, So King Robert, his brother, should have taken the throne, technically. Cersei obviously didn't want that to happen, nor did Joffrey. So yes, since he was technically conspiring against King Joffrey, she has him arrested for treason. So while all this is going on, like the Starks are still in Winterfell. Rob Stark is King of the North, who is amazing and perfect and I love him. (laughs) And... Um, they're trying to kind of, I guess, like, free Ned from imprisonment and, like, not have anything bad happen to him. Also, his daughter Sansa Stark has this weird little thing where, like, her and Joffrey were supposed to, like, love each other and get married. And, like, it started out as something that was, like, like, looked like it was going to be really wholesome and pure. And then Joffrey started, like, showing his psychotic true colors. And everyone was, like, and, like, Arya, especially Sansa's little sister, they were all, like, the fuck are you doing? No. And she was like, stop it. I love him. And like, (laughs) then she goes with them to King's Landing and she sees through them putting Ned Stark in prison, who is her father. Like, oh my God, like I have to help him. Like I have to get out of here. Like this is not safe. Like this is not good. And like, they're going to try to put a baby in me once I get my period. So like, I'm going to be fucked. (laughs) Right. So she like pleads her father's forgiveness she pleads that they give him a fair trial and that if he just says like if he basically falsely admits that he's guilty and publicly is like joffrey is the true king in a public forum he will be forgiven and i don't know 
either sent to the wall or Winterfell or I think it was sent to the wall because then you're stripped of titles so he couldn't yeah. threaten he couldn't threaten the legitimacy of Joffrey's claim because yeah. he wouldn't have any power as warden of the north which is what his title was yes or or the hand of the king right exactly so yeah basically if you work for the wall which is like what Jon Snow is like famously known for I feel like mm-hmm. you literally you can't have sex you can't get married you can't have kids like you can't you can't have any titles you can't have any positions of power or anything like you are a like employee of the wall protecting like what is it like the north i guess just the the wall is like to protect castle black yes but castle black is like on the edge of like where the wildlings live yeah and uh, Westeros, mm-hmm. but also like thousands of years ago or however long is when the White Walkers were around, which yeah. obviously you know exist in the day that the show takes place, but a lot of people don't believe in that threat anymore. Yeah. So that's another reason why they have the wall. Yeah. But So Sansa's like, please let my dad say he's sorry. And Joffrey's like, all right, fine. Has this whole public forum. This is like the last episode of season one. He's like, Joffrey, like, I'm so sorry. I questioned you. Like, you're the king. I, I'm sorry. And they're all standing up there on this, like, big, beautiful, like, um, platform. It's, like, Sansa, who is Ned's daughter, Cersei, who is the queen and, like, Joffrey's mom, Joffrey, everyone who works for the throne, basically, of King's Landing, and then the entire, like, citadel of people. And Ned's daughter, Arya, like, snuck into the city as well. So, like, she's there in the crowd. And he's, like, I... He does what Joffrey asks him for. And Joffrey basically is like, I'm sure, like, you saying this and sparing your life would make, you know, my mom and my future wife, Sansa, your daughter, very happy. I'm not as soft as them. And literally chops his head off in front of everyone. Season one ends with Ned Stark, the honorable, dead, killed, murdered. That's, like, the biggest, like, plot twist of, like, probably an opening season of a show that could have ever been pulled off. Like, you're literally... I was watching it, and I was like, there's no way. There's no way. And, like, I'm seeing them kneel him down. Like, I'm seeing them ready the sword to, like, literally decapitate him. And I'm like, no. Something has to happen. Someone's gonna be like, stop! Like, the madness! Like... Yeah. And no. It's crazy because I feel like so many people start the show out and they're like, he's going to become king because Robert dies or Robert's going to die and something's going to happen. Because that's what you would, in a perfect world, that's what would happen. Yeah. Ned would become the king. And they center it around the fact that he's like the main character, essentially. Yeah. And they make you think that. And like, I guess he is for the first season. But I've And like heard... him and Catelyn are like the only relationship you see, I feel like, that has like real love at that point in the story. Yes. No, that's so true because there's not a lot of that in like medieval times even though that doesn't exist yeah like that world and like even like him having the bastard son and like Mm -hmm. cheating on her like in theory i guess like if you even want to call it cheating because like back then it's kind of something everyone just did like yeah at the same time though like yes everyone was doing it but it was still something that him and her triumphed and forgave over almost like a modern couple yeah they had like it was very real Yeah. yeah um so and yeah that caps off season one oh well actually we did not talk about the Daenerys portion. Mm-hmm. So Daenerys, who everyone like knows Khaleesi, even if you don't know Game of Thrones, like if you don't watch it, you know like Khaleesi. She's iconic. She's an icon. Yeah. Um. So she is a Targaryen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And they have like a long dynasty of 
I guess, power. Yeah, so basically, Robert Baratheon took the throne from Daenerys' father. Okay. Because the Targaryens were ruling for like hundreds of years. I don't know how long because the book Fire and Blood, which is what House of the Dragons based on, goes mm-hmm. way more into it. And there's like a lot of a lot of history. I haven't read it yet, but I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were ruling and nobody questioned their rule. And they were there were some great rulers. And I think some of them were like a little crazy because the incest. They get a yeah. little inbred. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So the Mad King, I think his name is Ares, um, they show flashbacks of him, but mm-hmm. he was Daenerys' father, so when Robert killed him, or Jamie killed him because he's the Kingslayer, the Kingslayer, but he held the throne for Robert, then Daenerys and her brother fled. I think that guy that they lived at the house with mm-hmm. smuggled them out, Okay. and then now they live in Essos, like the other country. Mm-hmm. So basically they're raised being told, like, you guys are the true rulers or the rightful heirs to the throne, or at least Viserys, and yeah. like... The Targaryens, like I said, they would wed each other to keep the bloodline pure. So maybe they thought like they would rule together and like yeah. they would go home and they would always talk about we're gonna go home to Westeros. But they didn't grow up there. No, they were babies. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Daenerys was like born like right before and she was like supposed to be like a baby baby. So they were just being told like you you're the rightful heir like you have this legacy to do this blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, but they don't have anything because they're not wealthy anymore. Yeah. So you're following her plot line of like realizing her brother sucks. Yeah. And he shouldn't rule a kingdom. He's a fucking monster. Yeah, and he would be a, a another mad king. Like yeah. he would be yes. a horrible ruler. And she's seeing the way he treats people, and she's the Khaleesi. Like she's a ruler of the Dothraki. He's not. Yeah. And then she like takes back her power, and then she wants what he wanted mm-hmm. because but she like, feels like right way. blood right in the right way. Yeah. Yes. And you see her evolution, which I think is such an amazing part of the show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And she gets basically like organized, like arranged marriage mm-hmm. to. Cal Drogo, who is Jason Momoa, Aquaman, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, their relationship starts off really scary, like, he's basically, like, raping her, yeah. but then, like, something changes, and she's, like, because she's, like, she's the queen of the Dothraki, and, like, everyone says, like, there's something special about her, because, like, even though he's kind of treating her like shit, like, the fact that he actually agreed to marry her, like, apparently really, really means something. Mm-hmm. And I guess they just, like, don't express emotion in a normal way. Like, yeah. the Dothraki, I don't know. And the Dothraki are, like, the tribe of people that Khal Drogo is a part of. Yeah. So then, like, one day, she's, like, with this, like, maid. And she's, like, can you, like, show me how to have sex? <laughs> and she's, like, yeah, 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 just, like, move your hips a little bit. And yeah. she's, like, okay. And then the next time Khal Drogo goes to, like, just, like, have sex with her, like, for sport... She's like, no, like, I got this. And then he's like, oh my God. Yeah, no one <laughs> she's like, that. Yeah, she's like, didn't think I knew that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then their, like, connection and chemistry, like, as crazy as it sounds, like, it becomes real. They call each other their moon and their stars. And, yeah. like, they get pregnant with a baby. And the baby's supposed to be, like, the most powerful man in the world. He was supposed to become the king. Yeah. And then Khal Drogo gets basically, like, a stab wound and this woman, who's a part of this tribe of people that Daenerys was trying to save, she's like a witch, essentially. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I can help him. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, don't trust her. And she's like, no, I trust her. Yeah. And then she shouldn't have been trusted. No. Because she, like, infects him. Well, she, she, like, was, curses him. She was resentful because they, like, raided her village and yeah. killed everyone that she loved. Yeah, so, so she like, was like, fuck you. And Daenerys yeah. was like, I literally, why would you do this to me? Like, I saved you. And she was like saved me she was like your people already ruined my life she was like you should have just let me die 
And, like, I'm not saying I don't agree with Daenerys, but, mm-hmm. like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I, it's like you want to f- support Daenerys and Khal Drogo, but it's like, okay, like, in support of them, mm-hmm. are you, like, denying that, like, her entire village was, like, raped and pillaged and set ablaze? Like, yeah. No, it's so true. I think Daenerys, like, really wants to feel like she's, like, saving people and yeah. that she's also, like, being a queen and you see her, like, become into that and, like, mm-hmm. learn how to rule. But then it's like, can't please everybody when you're a ruler and, like, that was the prime example of that. And yeah. she doesn't want to rule like that, but she was part of that. Yeah. So, her baby and Khal Drogo, dead. <laughs> See you later. See you later. So, in season one, because does he, or does Khal Drogo officially die, like, the first episode of season two? No, right? he dies in season one. He oh, dies, okay. I think, before Ned. No. Because remember the tent? The tent is in season two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, she goes into the tent with Khal Drogo, and you hear, like, the screaming, and... Oh, you mean that tent. I'm sorry. They yeah. meant the flesh back no yeah the flashback um, is different because remember and then season two it, either way it's like the end of season two, it is one it's area. A, yeah it's the end of season one you lose cal drogo daenerys is like basically unborn child mm-hmm. um and she loses her brother which like he oh, sucks yeah. and she doesn't i mean it was like kind she, of her decision to kill him but like that's her last living family yeah so she loses all those people we lose ned stark we lose king robert and i think that's pretty much it for the deaths in season one yeah i think too at least the important ones yeah i'm trying to think and season one starts off so strong and then Mm -hmm. season two season two is kind of like light work yeah season two is like it's a a lot lot of setup yeah a lot of politics we meet the red lady oh my god i hate her actually i I hate her season two doesn't have a lot of like crazy episodes but it introduces a lot of characters like you said like you don't realize how important they're gonna be and they like introduce them and you're like i kind of forgot their name because they were in like one random episode and then they become like marjorie yeah one of my favorite characters and i agree she gets she's awesome i knew she's the best um, she gets, like, lightly introduced in season two, and, like, I feel like you just don't think that she's gonna be important, because you're like, alright, like, she's, yeah, she's married she's, to Renly. Yeah, she's Renly married dies. to Stannis' brother, is King Robert, who dies, and the whole thing we talked about before with Stannis being the rightful heir, mm-hmm. he has a brother named Renly, who is also, a, like, the king, and mm-hmm. Stannis is like, no, fuck that, like, that's my throne. Mm-hmm. And Renly is also, like, secretly gay, but he's married to Marjorie, so, like, she's technically the queen. But, like, it's, like, this really, like, inst- it's, like, this really progressive plot where, like, Renly is secretly gay, which, like, obviously in this theoretical, like, time period, like, people wouldn't be, like, openly gay necessarily. Right. But there were also people that were... It- it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. But he is married to Marjorie, but, like, hooking up with her brother, and she's, like, happy to... Like, she's cool with it. Yeah. She's like, no, it's okay. She's like, you know, I want you to be happy, I want my brother to be happy, and I want to be the queen, so, like, we're good. She literally <laughs> doesn't care about anything except for being the queen, but, yeah. like, power to her, because she's, like, a good queen, and she's, like, nice. Yeah, she's like, I literally just want to rule so I can, like, make sure the world is good. Like, yes. And if that means, like, you know, being married to someone who's in love with my brother, so be it. Yeah, she does not <laughs> care, which I respect. Yeah, I respect it. And she's smart. She plays the game good her she grandma plays the game really Elena. good yo she's the fucking game master yeah Nana, she is old lady i love her she's great they're just like a great duo like when they're in king's landing i love mm-hmm. their scenes i agree i think they're great characters so in season two the main things that happen i feel like are we meet the red woman who is this like crazy stupid fucking weirdo and she's like a witch and she basically like enters status's life and she's like i will help you 
become the king. And, you know, I know you have a wife, but what was wrong with Stannis' wife that she couldn't give him a child? Because their first daughter has that, like, dragony face. I think that she was infertile, or she, oh. like, couldn't give... Yeah, I think she was infertile because she couldn't give him a son, but obviously they have a daughter, so I oh, think yeah. she had trouble getting pregnant. That's what it was. Yeah. She was like, I'll give you a son, and he was like, I'm married, and she was like, your wife can't give you what I can, so fuck me on this table. And he's she's like, one of the right. worst characters. And then she like he fucks her, and then she has this like black ghost baby come out of her, and it's like this weird thing that I guess like she can control. And then that black ghost person goes and kills Renly, who is his brother, Marjorie's brother's lover, also her lover. That guy dead, boom, yeah. dead in season two, and Stannis becomes like the king of that area yeah what is that westeros um or no? well no Ethos. they're still rebelling against the crown so technically oh, yeah. joffrey is king of westeros but like there's all these people that are rebelling that like the the seven kingdoms mm-hmm. are like not knighted because they're like all like we want to support this king and like rob's part of that like he yeah. wants the north to be its own country right stannis is like i guess taking who he can get i forgot which bannermen like which houses were supporting yeah. him but i think that renly's supporters went to stannis after renly died because yeah. he's a baratheon they want to support the baratheon claim yeah so well so they do that and then Rob Stark now who is played by Richard Madden um who is amazing he is Ned Stark's oldest son so like he becomes like the warden of the north Mm -hmm. and you know him and his mom and like all of his siblings they're like all right like we gotta we gotta get ready for a war like this is a war now for the throne like whatever let's get strong like let's strengthen our men let's treat everyone good like just the most noble handsome wonderful like leader yes you could have the north is trying to get the lannisters out of power they abduct jamie lannister at one point so jamie lannister is called like the kingslayer so like a lot of people don't like him anyways like Mm -hmm. people just think he's like i guess like grimy yeah you know like it's like they respect him but they fear him but they hate him kind of vibes well because it's like frowned upon to that's like treasonous yeah but but he's like getting away with it yeah because the mad king literally wanted to like burn down king's landing so it's like okay like you get why he did it but then there's some people who still support the Targaryen regime and they're like well those are the true people that should be on the throne yeah like fuck the Lannisters yeah so people are like sus of that like they're Mm -hmm. like that's kind of like like you don't do that yeah but it wasn't like a random like let's do this for fun it was for a good reason yeah yeah well so when Renly is killed Renly has this like uh, again the most progressive family he has this one night she's a woman and she's like it's the woman who, if you watched Wednesday, <laughs> she's the, like, headmistress. She's, like, giant in real life, too. Yeah. Like, she is a tall woman. Yeah. So broad. And, like, in the show, she's, like, the most amazing knight. But, like, she's a woman. So, like, no one takes her seriously. And then Renly is, like, all right, like, I'll give you the chance to prove yourself in front of everyone. And if you win this little duel, then, you know you're good and she kicks the shit out of the guy she fights and he appoints her a knight so then once Renly is killed she's literally like no yeah <laughs> god damn it like she was, she was so so attached and she was kind of like Ned like so honorable right like she was like I am an oath keeper like mm-hmm. I am the I am an honest person and so somehow Catelyn was intertwined in that and she was like there and um this woman her name is Brienne of Tar Tarth Oh, fuck. <laughs> see, see, she's doing it again. 
Brienne of Tar. That would be really unfortunate to be like, I'm from Tar. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that more of your nicknames, though, come out with, with this podcast. Yeah. Okay, also, I'm... I was talking about the Red Lady. Well, yeah. What's her name? Melisandra? Oh, you got it right. I was yeah. going to make you guess. But yeah, Melisandra. Yeah. But she is called the red woman in the show so yeah. that's fair enough yeah but so Brienne is like Catelyn Stark I pledge to you mm-hmm. I will serve you like whatever and of course Catelyn is like fuck yeah you're like a badass independent woman like strong motherfucker of course I want you to protect me I don't care that you're not a guy right like she's also like again like they had an honest relationship her and Ned like there's progression there that like, you don't see in the other communities I guess I feel like Game of Thrones is very feminist it is. It totally is. It's feminist in the way that, like, it portrays, like, like the way it storytells the, like, toxic masculinity and, like, the abusiveness and the misogyny. Like, it's doing it on purpose. Like, it's yes. doing it to show you how wrong these men are who are just, like, raping women and, like, cheating on their wives. Like, it's nothing. And, like, even, like, King Robert, like, you hate Cersei so much. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's scenes where, like, she's talking and, like, he slaps her. And he's like, don't speak, woman. Right. Like, he's so obviously horrible. And even, like, you don't like Cersei. But, like, then you see Ned Stark is, like, watching that happen and he clearly doesn't like it. Of course, because he's a great guy. Yeah. And you could also, the like... The The blueprint, <laughs> Ned literally. Ned Stark is Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's gotta continue to watch. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But you gotta give credit where credit's due, too. Because, like, Cersei's, like, she's a powerful woman. Like, she's a good... Not a good ruler, but she's powerful. She's powerful, but she's also power hungry. Yes, she is. And she is selfish. And Mm -hmm. I think a little... um, She's a little psycho. She's a little psycho. I think that she's a little... What's the word I'm looking for? Abrasive. Oh, and yeah. like um, irrational. She's not a good person. No. She's just she's powerful. Garbage. And she One of my it. notes is TBH, I fucking hate Cersei. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. a lot of people do. Yeah. She's a very interesting character to watch, though. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then in season two, we also have um, Daenerys finds her dragons, the mother of dragons. Again, these are things like, these are the staples of the show that people know. Right. You know Jon Snow and the wall. You know the words, like, winter is coming. You know yeah. Khaleesi and you know mother of dragons. Yes. So she, her dragon eggs hatch. And she didn't know that they had dragons in them. Well, I right? think, I mean, it's hard because you're, like, watching it and you're not hearing her thoughts. But I think that she knew she was special because when she went into, like, the boiling hot water in, like, the first episode, she didn't feel anything. And they're like, oh, the water's too hot. And she yeah. doesn't feel it. Yeah. So I think she knows that she can withstand, like, a significant amount of heat. And, and their house is called the House of the Dragon. Yeah. Like, they, the Targaryen. that's their sigil, the yeah. dragons. And they used to have dragons. Like, in House of the Dragon, there are dragons. Yeah. Um, But then when they pour the liquid gold onto Viserys, he dies because he can't... That's also probably would just kill anybody. Yeah, but he calls himself, like, the dragon. Right. he's not. And he can't withstand fire and heat like she can. So when she goes into the fire and takes the eggs, I think she knows that they're going to hatch. I think. I mean, that's the way I perceive the show. But I think you can also make the argument that, like, she didn't know what was going to happen and she kind of just wanted to, like, make a statement. And, like, she thought she would come out unburnt, but the dragons weren't going to come out. But I don't know. I think she had an inkling. Which is interesting. Interesting. Well, either way, Daenerys gets her dragons. Mm -hmm. Three cute little babies that all look like Penny. They are so (laughs) cute. They're so cute. And they get bigger and bigger and you just watch them grow up. Yeah, and they're still cute when they're big. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, this is when Theon takes... Is this when Theon takes... Tries to take Winterfell? Oh, yeah, that does happen in season two. Yeah. So, Theon Greyjoy, who I unpopularly find attractive. um, My nickname for him when the show first started was Shaggy. Oh, yeah, I really want to know if, like, anyone agrees with Sydney about that, because when she was saying that Theon was one of the hottest, and I know you've been posting about this on your 
Instagram, but me and a lot of people Matt disagreed like, with me yeah we were like what do you mean like <laughs> like what he's like he's like ugly hot yeah but like you know that like i am into ugly hot guys and i don't he's also got like a good body i don't know Something i just about him i also think he's like a tortured soul and i'm a simp for those type of guys fair enough so i don't know but you got rob i mean you love rob no rob stark rob. is number one yeah but like oh he's and everyone John snow though i know john snow too he was number three on my list oh fair enough the controversy was that he was number three and theon was number two okay yeah that is very controversial yeah for sure for sure but it's like objectivity like objectively yes. sure john snow is more conventionally attractive than mm. theon Greyjoy, but right there's just so much more to it. Okay. I'm yeah. finding Jon Snow more and more attractive, though, as the seasons go on. Yeah. He was kind of quiet in the first two seasons. He didn't really talk a lot. Honestly, his plot line gets a lot better. Yeah. Because um, he was, like, of... the bastard kid, so he, like, kind of knew, like, his father loved him, but, like, it was complicated, and, like, Catelyn had animosity towards him, I feel like, so he was kind of just, like, respectful and silent. Yeah, yeah. And just, like, a cute, quiet boy. And, and he's like, like I want to go to the wall because I'm never going to be anything because I'm yeah. a bastard, which, like, fair enough, but, like, the wall doesn't get a lot of action in the first season yeah and then you kind of see him break out and then he becomes like way better and you've you have yet to see the peak of Jon Snow he's great I'm ready yeah so basically Theon Greyjoy goes back to his home like doesn't Rob want him to get his dad on board with like Rob's cause yeah. and then like Catelyn's like don't trust him because yeah like, his name is Balon he's yeah. like Balon's not trustworthy like you don't know like what he's gonna do and Rob's like no I trust Theon and Theon's like yeah my dad's great but like your dad literally like sold you yeah to the Starks or whatever he did or like gave you up <laughs> so he just thinks his dad's great still and like has daddy issues so then yep he goes there, and obviously it doesn't go well for him. Yeah, he, like, accidentally fingers his sister. Oh, yeah. That was, like, talks. the one incest that, like, wasn't on purpose. Like, yeah. he's literally just like, oh, like, look at me. I'm so hot. I'm, like, on a horse, and I'm literally, like, hooking up with this girl right. while we're riding a horse. And then they get to the kingdom, and his dad's like, oh, like, so you saw your sister. And he's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> at least he's disgusted, you Yeah, know? exactly. And I feel like she just did it to, like, fuck with him. Oh, yeah. Like, she was like, haha, gotcha. But I'm like, aren't you upset about it? Like, that's a bold prank. Yeah, that actually <laughs> Like, is. for the bit. Really? Yeah, for the bit. <laughs> How far are you going to take it? Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> she's actually cool. Like, she's badass. But, like, yeah, she ends up developing. Much. But that, like, once that happens, I'm like, okay, fuck this bit. She's Yeah, it's weird. You're, you're right when you think of it like that. Because you're yeah. like, I just... Uh, I'm like, she... really? Like, you really wanted to... Couldn't you just, like, give him a noogie? Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's funny <laughs> that you thought that was going to happen. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, like, a, a little much. Yeah, a little much. Um, So he goes there, and his dad's like, bruh, you want to prove yourself to me? Go take Winterfell. Literally betray the people that have raised you. Yeah. Take betray the people Win who sent you here. Yeah. Also. And go take Winterfell. And he's like, okay, dad, anything to get you to love me. He goes to Winterfell. He takes it over. And, like, people are kind of like, bro. They're like, the people at Winterfell who, like, knew him his whole life. They're like, Theon, come on. Yeah. Like, chill out. Like, you know? The I best served part, you pot pie as a baby. Like The best part is, like, they're all, like, kind of, like, laugh. Like, he's, like, a joke. Yeah, and then they're, the like, Iron Islanders also think he's a joke. So it's, like, yeah. where do you want to fit in? Because, exactly. like, the Starks would want you, but you're, like, betraying them. So then now your own people think you're, like, a laughing stock because yeah. you're pathetic. And so, like, his people basically pull a fast one on him mm -hmm. and, like, completely fuck him over because they're, like, all right, you want to prove yourself to us? Like, cut that guy's head off mm -hmm. who's, like, someone that... Theon knew since he was a baby through the Starks and Winterfell and someone who was very important. I forget who it was. He was um, like um, a knowledge guy. A knowledge guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my God. I'm actually forgetting his name. But he like he was older. He raised the Starks. Like he was like a. Oh my God. But and he's like Theon. Like 
you know what? Like, I basically, it's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Fuck you. Yeah. And then they're like, you're gonna let him speak to you like that? You should behead him. And he's yeah. like, no, like, I don't need to do that. Like, I'll just lock him up. And they're like, no, you need to kill him or else no one of your people are gonna respect you. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. What's my dad gonna think? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then he kills him. And then all the people of Winterfell are like, oh, fuck you, Theon, you stupid piece of shit. Like, we loved you. Fuck you. And then his own people are like, haha, we still don't respect you. Yeah. Knock him out, put a bag on his head, and take him back to fucking wherever the flayed man is. Oh, so then you don't find out, like, where that is for a little while. But, yeah. like, yeah. He basically gets, like, kidnapped. Yes, and then he starts getting tortured. And it's just it's just funny. His because penis so, gets cut off. Yes. He's very hateable at that. That's why we were like, oh, you're really, like, a Theon apologist. I, like, I am. That part in the show is, like, nobody likes Theon. I know. Because it's very, it's controversial. I'm toxic. Yeah, you're very toxic <laughs> for that. He's easy to hate. I think I just, like, felt bad. Like, because I could mm-hmm. see, like, that everything he was doing, like, looked like it was like to please someone else right and that is what it is because yeah. he literally has like you know maybe like he's he so lost he definitely needs therapy I that is Westeros, one way to look at it westeros does not have therapy i don't know if their it. health insurance covers like <laughs> mental health care <laughs> <laughs> they need that though yeah, yeah whatever their version of like medicaid is like if they let me know i could go on google and like figure they're it also out. like rich like they could afford it like they definitely could except yeah. their therapists would be like paid by the highest people in power to like tell people one thing so True. it would never work yeah um um you see the growth of Tyrion Lannister who again is Peter Dinklage Incredible. love Tyrion best character in the show he falls in love with this like I- I'm saying whore because that's what they call them mm-hmm. not in a derogatory way right this woman Shay who's like one of the whores they like actually fall in love and like that had happened to him once before you find out like when he was younger he fell in love with this woman who was like a whore and you know he wanted to like marry her and like they really loved each other and his father Tywin had him had her killed oh so, no the right? the backstory one yeah no it was like a joke the whole time oh which is yeah, even but, sadder oh yeah but then they still kill her right i think so yeah oh Something that's happened what it is. they said oh no him. they said that they paid her so well that he's like she couldn't even carry all the gold yeah so i don't know if she died it's just so sad how like his entire family like hates him and wants to make him like the joke and like yeah to like, that length yeah they everyone calls him the imp and mm-hmm. everyone in his family like hates and blames him i guess like they're discriminating against him because like he's like a dwarf and like everyone calls him an imp but also because when his mother gave birth to him she died giving child giving birth yes. like during childbirth she died and that's why tyron resents him yeah and like even cersei like mm-hmm. they're like you killed our mother yeah and then jamie in season four like he has this line where he's like could you be so mad as to think that that's actually his fault like, yeah. he comes to his senses with that. Like, it's obviously not his fucking fault. No! <laughs> Jamie character development. Yeah, for sure. Um, Sansa is being tortured by Joffrey. Mm-hmm. What we thought was going to be a wholesome little young love affair. Joffrey's literally like, hey, look, your dad's head is on a spike. Stare at it. I'll count. <laughs> I'll tell you when you're done. I'm laughing because it's just so crazy. It's so crazy. Um, and then he, like, we you find out that Joffrey's, like, a weird, like, like BDSM without any of, like, the sex parts and without any of the safe parts. Like, (laughs) basically when he becomes the king, like, Jaime and Tyrion are like, all right, like, we bought you some whores, like, Mm -hmm. have fun, like, it's your right, you're a king now. And he doesn't, like, they go to, like, start, like, kissing him and stuff, and he's like, no, 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 like, I think he, like, tells them to hook up, and he's like, I'll watch. Mm -hmm. And you're, at first you're like, Oh, well, he's really young. He's never had sex before. Right. Like, he's a baby, so he's scared. They're, like, adult women. And then he's like, here, take this whip and, like, hit her. And they're kind of like, okay, like, I guess that could be kind of hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, like, they're, like, doing it in a playful way. And then he's like, 
harder, harder. And literally like making her make the other woman like bleed. Like yeah. they're crying and then he gives the other woman a like a bar, a steel bar. Oh my and God, he's yeah. like, use this on her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, please, like, your grace. Like, no. And, he's, yeah. and he pulls out, like, an arrow. Like, a bow and arrow machine. And he's like, I'll literally murder you both if you don't beat the fucking shit out of her with that lead pipe. Yeah. And you just hear the women, like, crying. And then, like, in another season, I think it's in season three, you see that, like, he had another... one. She was, like, a main character of, like, Roz. the whores. Roz. Yeah, she was, like, this red-headed woman. He, like, had her in his room and he literally tied her up and shot her a million times with arrows. Yeah. And, like, murdered her in the bed. Yep. So he's a masochist. He's crazy. He's a fucking psycho, yeah. And so, like, Sansa is constantly fearing for her life. Um, As she should. As she should. She definitely brought a lot of that upon herself because her family was like, don't do this. And she was like, no, he's cute. I mean, I think if it wasn't for, like, Cersei and, like, the politics, like, surrounding the whole thing, like, he probably would have killed her. 100%. But it was, like, that would have been frowned upon. So yes. he just ignores her and treats her like shit. He has to, like, kind of listen to his mom. He doesn't yeah. really do it all the time, but... Yeah. Um, he's like a mama's boy. Yeah, he is. What else? We, um, we fall more and more in love with Jorah Mormont as the season goes on, who is Daenerys's, like, right-hand man. He's the best. He's the best. He's so cute. Then the season ends with the Battle of the Blackwater, mm-hmm. which is basically the... It is Stannis Baratheon trying to storm King's Landing and take the throne and... Joffrey is the king, is supposed to fight in battle, doesn't, because he's a little bitch. Yeah. And Cersei somehow gets him out of it. Tyrion, because Jamie's gone at this point. Jamie was kidnapped by the Starks. Um, and his beast Jamie is being held hostage by the Starks because Sansa is trapped in King's Landing. Mm-hmm. And Arya, little girl Stark, she's missing. People at first assume she's also being held captive in King's Landing, but she escaped. No one knows where she is. So she's legitimately living in her entirely own plotline. Yeah. Her like, plotline is just... crazy. Yeah, it's like one of my favorites constantly because she's always like with a different... Like now she's with the Hound, right? Yeah. So like it always is changing, but like it's so interesting because it's like characters that are in other plotlines and she's the most like interwoven, I feel like, for a little bit. I agree. And she's just so interesting to watch. Yeah, and I love and her cute. relationship with like the dancing man. Yeah. She gets like the fighting coach and that's another beautiful moment from Ned Stark. Yes. Ned Stark is like, oh, like I got you a dancing coach. Yeah. And... She's like, I don't want to dance. Like, I don't need to learn how to fucking waltz. And the guy, like, calls himself the dancing man because, Mm -hmm. like, where he's from, like... And you see this when Pedro Pascal enters the show, too. Like, fighting is, like, dancing, kind of. Yeah. So he's a fighting coach. Yeah. And Ned, like, knows she wants to fight and do all these things, and he accepts that. He encourages it. Yeah, and he gets her, like, a little fighting coach. And the guy, the dancing guy, he's so funny and sweet, and I love him. Yeah, he's cool. Um, But so, yeah. So, basically, they have Jamie held hostage. So, Tyrion is defending... King's Landing and the mm-hmm. Lannisters in the Battle of the Blackwater. Um, he does this amazing thing with, it's called like wildfire or wildfire. Yeah, wildfire. Yeah. And it like sets the water on fire. It's like green. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he basically like ruins all of Stannis Baratheon's like ships like right away. So right. then they just have the people that can like storm on ground. Mm-hmm. They arrow and shoot them all down. Obviously not like Stannis or what's his name? What's his like right hand man? Oh, Dar- um, Daros. Sir Davos. Davos. Yeah. Sir Davos. He's also great. I like what did him. you just call him? Daros. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying I love him. And then like he's another one. They like briefly introduce him and then Yeah, and then he's gone for like a season. Yeah. And yeah. then he comes back and he's like one of the best characters. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, 
so, you know, Stannis is still alive, but they basically, the, the Lannisters win. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because, like, you don't necessarily root for the Lannisters in the show, but, like, in that battle, you kind of, I found myself rooting for them. Yeah. Because Stannis had just killed Renly. Yeah. And you don't like him. And you also like Tyrion. Right. And you like the Hound, who's mm-hmm. at that point still fighting for, like, the Lannisters. Like, that's the yeah. last time he does. Right. So you're, and they're the ones in the battle. Mm-hmm. Tyrion almost gets killed. Yeah. Um, he gets his face, like, sliced, basically, right. across, like a zigzag. Um, because Cersei, like, plotted to have someone kill him in battle mm-hmm. to make it look like it just, like, happened in battle. But right. it was, like, one of the Lannisters' soldiers. Yeah. And he gets saved by his squire, Podrick. Yes! Who's, like, this wholesome little, like, pudget. And I just love him. (laughs) He's underrated. He's underrated. He's so cool. Pod. I love him. So Tyrion lives. Yeah. Um, They win. The Hound, who's basically, like, this ginormous fighting man who's super durable. Also love the Hound. I don't know how you feel about the Hound. I love the Hound. Part of his face is, like, burnt. He had, like, an incident when he was a child. His brother, like, set his face on fire. Right. The Mountain, Um, which you also know. Yes, who was the one who fought Pedro. Oh, Pedro right. Pascal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Hound is like, fuck this shit. I'm I'm so out of here. Yeah. I'm so done. And they're like, you can't just leave. Like, there's rules then. Like, you can't just, like, do things. It's yeah. like treason. You leave treason. Like, you talk back treason. You know, you don't agree with someone treason. So the Hound is like, deuces. Fuck yeah. you guys. I'm going out on my own. So then there's like a bounty put on him. Love him. Love him. That. I think he was afraid of the, the wildfire, right? Because he saw the fire and he got triggered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like this crazy, ruthless, like fearless fighter, but mm-hmm. fire literally scares him like a little animal. Yes. Because when he was a kid, his brother sat his face on fire. Yeah, so fair that's enough. his only fear. Yeah, I'd, listen. I'd probably feel the same, you know? I'm afraid of fire and that's never happened to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that's how season two ends. Right. It's the battle... You're like, oh my god, who the fuck plotted against Tyrion? And then you find that out in like the beginning of season three. Right, yeah. Stay tuned for part two in the next few days, giving us the recap from season three and season four. Bye, Jokadis. <laughs> <laughs>